friends and fellow space adventurers. Welcome to another episode of Minimax in Space. Brought to you by our patrons. A recap of session 15. The crew of the Zuriella spent a great deal of time tracking down and playing cat and mouse with a ship called the Cervantes of the FEO. They have learned that the Cervantes has set a trap for them in the Diaspora. A lot of things have happened to get to this point, but unafraid, the crew dives into the trap headfirst. Instead of engaging in starship combat, they pull a sneaky move and board the Cervantes. From there is a big fight, which the crew eventually wins. However, they can't catch a break because moments after the combat ends, a giant fucking Eoxian battleship shows up. Captain Griffin of the Cypher addresses the crew and commands them to surrender. There's some repartee, but eventually Captain Vale gives the order. American, hit it. <laughs> Boom! Let's go, baby! Woo! Such a bad idea. <laughs> okay, so I have given you the sheet for the Cervantes, and you will notice that it is level 7. You have a ship that's two levels too high for you, but there it is. You've got it. I mean, we are going up against this fucking bone ship death machine, so... Yeah, you want to know what level that is? I'll take any advantage, like fucking 18. 14. Ouchie. So we're going to begin space combat, and the first phase is the engineering phase. Do we have any engineers present on your ship? So all of my stuff is in the engineering phase. So, Kirsch is an engineer. Essentially. I'm a magical engineer. I guess I can do precognition to try to give us a plus two to piloting. Right. And I'm assuming their pilot's probably going to be really freaking good. I guess I'm going to do a scrying check, which functions as a computer's check, except I get to use my mysticism. Pull out my digital hero deck and kind of wave my hands over it. Is this a bad idea? We should have consulted the hero deck, man. I get a 17 versus a DC 11. That's it. It's really not very hard. That's it? A DC 11? The DC is the 10 plus the tier of the starship being scanned, plus its bonus from defensive countermeasures. Oh, you'd never be able to succeed that. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. No nothing. I wonder if 11's just like the base or something. I feel like Mr. Bubbles is just shaking his head no right now. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) You're telling me Mr. Bubbles wants to go into Yaxian jail? Uh, he doesn't think they're going to jail us. I think they were just trying to grab us and talk to us about the fact that I think they were going to murder us. I don't think they were going to murder us. God, I don't trust them. I don't have to freaking on this. If I die now because them, but... you don't trust them, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> yeah. That will move us to the helm phase. And yeah, what we need to do in the helm phase is have the pilots make a piloting check. Come on, Benzie, bring out them nat 20 rocks. <laughs> Got fucking close. I might try here. I'll point it. Close. Don't do it. I can't if you want. Asking stuff. Need to go after them. Just for the lulls. You now have the option to move and make maneuvers if you wish. Okay. I will encourage the captain's action here. I'm going to encourage Varrican to give him a plus on the action that he's going to take. Okay, I think I am going to do an evade action. So DC is 10 plus one and a half times my ship's tier. So plus 19, not even God could stop me from making it. <laughs> and I make it with a 28. You do make it. All right, just to make sure, I have a turn of one 
on this. Turn one, and I get a plus one on the pilot check, so that'd be 29. Uh, I'm going to move south. So it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. So I'm going to move kind of southeast, flying right by them almost, and flipping them the bird as we go by. <laughs> I love it. And end up behind them, about four squares behind them. And we also get a plus two bonus on our AC. Very good. Then it's their turn to move. They are significantly slower than that. <laughs> significantly slower than that. But they will very slowly attempt the turn and follow you. That brings us to the gunnery phase. So everybody makes their gunnery checks. What weapons do you wish to use? We're, we're not using any weapons. Okay. We're just they, gonna get the fuck out of there. They what? Are. Shoot at them. Fucking A, shoot should at them. Should we shoot at them? Yeah, we have uh, weapons uh, on the ship. Mr. Rubble's shaking his head now. What? Captain, we cannot win in a firefight here, statistically speaking. Well, good thing we're not trying to win in a firefight. We're not going to be able to do any damage against their shields. <laughs> Probably can't even beat their AC. <laughs> you you have that look in your eye, Captain, like you might try something. But no, no. Maybe later. We'll see how this goes. Okay, so they are going to use their turrets to fire a heavy torpedo launcher at you. Long range. So long range is 20 hexes. So yes, they can hit you and it moves 14 hexes around. So it does have enough to get to you this round. They will make their attack at plus 25. Fuck. Roll a one. Yeah, roll a one. I get a 31 to hit your aft. Uh, AC or TL? Uh, TL. <laughs> Added together, it barely matter. It would barely matter. Yeah, TL. Okay, yeah, no, that, that, that okay. is, I guess. So it does have enough speed to catch you this round, and it's going to deal 18 damage. Ah, uh, we're good. That's fun. Yeah. To our aft shields. To your aft shields. And we can redistribute those as needed, too, so. Yeah, with an engineer, we can. Yeah, I, could, I can move to engineer if it needs me to. After the gunnery phase, in which you guys take a shot to your rear. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> uh, we move on to the next round, and it is the engineering phase. So can I move over to engineering and then, like, right now and still do something? Uh, there is a thing for changing roles. Changing roles. You can switch between roles, but this change must occur at the start of a round before the engineering phase. Well, that's where we're at. So that should be fine. So I will, at the start of the turn, switch to engineering and... Control divert. Kirsch can go divert the shields to the aft shields. They're going to be seeing our tail the whole time here. Let's try to protect it. So divert makes us go faster. Or we can restore an amount of shield points equal to 5%. I mean, I'm thinking if we what divert... What is, yeah. is the one that allows us to redistribute? Where I was going to say, there should be something that allows us to take from front shields and put them, like, redistribute them to the back. I actually think it's a science action balance. You can balance the shields. Fuck you, right? Yeah, it is a science officer action. So we can and say you moved to science, or you already were science, so. Uh, that was magic. Or magic. What is our power core? A 200. 200? Mm. So 5% would be, what, 10? That's mm. not bad, actually. If you do divert, so looking to see if divert would work, if you send it to the shields, restore an amount of shield points equal to 5% of your PCU rating up to the shield's maximum value, evenly distribute the restored shield points to all four quadrants. 
just says you can distribute the restored shield points across the shields for mm-hmm. quadrants as in you the see book fit. it says evenly distributes or restored unless that was been something that I, was i think that's an errata yeah the last sentence in divert on the uh aon prd is you can distribute the yeah. restored shield points across the shields four quadrants as you see fit it looks like there's a couple erratas in that action because in the book it's two times not one and a half times yeah, diverting is a successful engineering check that's 10 plus one and a half times the starship's tier. Yeah, send it to the shields, you restore shields. It's still 5% of the starship's power core, but you can divert them as you see fit. Oh, well, that's way better than the way it was in the book then. Yeah. So then we could put the whole 10. Yeah, just put them all into the aft shields. If I succeed. You'd have, a, you'd have to make like a 20, DC 20 check. Can you make a engineering check like that? Uh, yeah, I can. So we will give that a try. Um, fuck. We got a 90. <laughs> fuck. You want a hero point or a space point? I feel like this is probably pretty important at the moment. Oh, no, I got a 33 this time. Critical success. <laughs> so we will add 10, 10 shield points to the aft shields. Helm phase. Let's get those initiative checks, Benzie. Hold on. Yeah. The captain's oh, going to do something. Captain's jumping in. Captain's jumping in. Uh, captain's going to take the open channel that we have with the captain here. And I'm curious, throughout this, have we been hearing him give orders to his crew at all? He Son muted his shit. microphone. Son of a bitch. He's got a <laughs> button. He's got a I, button. I, he must have a guy. fucking video or a sound card, doesn't he? God damn it. <laughs> I He's got a push to talk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what I'm going to do is, with this open channel that he's created here, I'm going to attempt an intimidate check to taunt him. <laughs> okay. And what I'm going to do is, uh, what was his name again? Captain? Captain Griffin. I'm going to say, Captain, you're going to have to try real hard to catch us with that big hunk of junk. Watch my aft as we fly away. Only have to catch you with my weapons, boy. We'll see who wins. That was the weirdest fucking exchange. Like, no. <laughs> no. Bubble, shut up. You're mute. <laughs> All right. I get a 31 on my intimidate check. Ooh. 31? 31. And I only needed to beat a 20. What it's one and a half times the enemy starship tier. Oh, is that what that says? Oh, shit, you're right. It is one and a half times the enemy starship tier. Fuck, I don't think I can make that. Well, so one and a half times their starship tier would be 21. So then that would so be... So the check is a 36. 36, which means I failed it by fucking five. All right. Now we enter helm phase. And let's do initiatives. I get a 43. Yeah, I get less than that. <laughs> so, what is your movement going to be? Okay, so I'm, I've been kind of mulling this over. Do I want to do somewhat of the same move as I just did, where I do an evade action, I turn one, and then just bullet down to like 16 from where we're at? Because that's going to put us even farther away from him because he's going to have to go four up to turn and look at us even. Yeah, I would say try to keep him moving the opposite direction as often as possible. Okay, because then we can just gun it next turn. Nope. We're right here, and then I can turn. So you, you have to move one forward before you can turn. Yeah, so move here. Yep. And then can I go to then 26, can, 25, 24? Then you can turn to face 27. To face 25. Or no, to, to face 27. He's yeah, you have to face 27. 27. Oh, okay. And if you move down to 27, then you can face 26. Okay. Why are we not just going 12 straight away? 
Well, he's going to have to go four up to even look at us anyways. Well, I mean, he could stay in place where he is, but then we're going to be gone next turn. So he either has to go northeast and then try to cycle around a little bit, but he's still not going to be at his front arc. And then we can leave next turn because we're going to be out of his range. We're going to be ju like just at his edge of the range right now since he has to turn. And if he doesn't turn, then we'll be gone next phase anyways. For their movement, he will do exactly as he suspected and attempt to chase after you. And that's where the, he is now. So yeah, he's there a long ways behind you and still not quite facing you. They will use their turret once again, but there are 14 hexes in between you and them, at least. Yeah, we are 14 hexes away from them. All right. So they will launch a turret attack with their heavy torpedo launcher at you, and they will get... Oh, we also have a plus two. Nah, it's not going to matter. 41. <laughs> Never mind. So they'll hit, and they are 14 exactly. Are you sure about that, Swanee? Uh, yeah. Okay, so they are still able to hit you this round. So that's another 5d8, and that one is 22 damage. And that's the end of round two. We move on to round three. Anybody want to switch any roles in the pre-engineering phase? Kirsch, huh? give us a boost. What kind of boost, Captain? A boost to the thrusters, which is divert to engines. It increases our starship speed by two this round if you make the check. So you're gonna oh, okay. So it's still a divert, but it's yeah, it's still to the it's engines fine. instead of to the shields. Exactly. Yeah. Twenty, just barely. Oh thank God. Yeah, we fucking needed that W. Fuck yeah. Made it ever so slightly. Yeah, and it feels like talking over the comms to Kirsch. I can just imagine Kirsch trying to make sense of the ship that he's never been in before. Divert engines, Kirsch. Divert engines. <laughs> what? All right, sorry, Captain. I'm, I'm. He's like frantically looking like at the console. <laughs> Damn it, man! I'm trying to save an innocent life. <laughs> they don't even have dark mode on. Damn it, Captain! I'm a medic, not an engineer. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, then we move to the uh, helm face, and it's another initiative. Good. Yeah, I get it. I get a fifty-two. <laughs> Boy, that's this good, is though. Yeah, well, that's good. I mean, I didn't really want so, to go first. What do you guys do? Do you just... So how far... How many hexes are you able to move away from them? Uh, we can move 14 away. They are finally now able to get within line of you. And they move to, like, there. And uh, are way behind you. So how many do you actually move? You're 14 off the map. And you're 10 away from them right now. So you're 24 away. Yeah. Correct. Which means you are out of range of even long-range weapons. Woo! <laughs> that was surprisingly not as difficult as I thought it would be. We just left our Zuriel and our teammates. I was yeah, hoping... Uh, that's true. <laughs> I was hoping they, they'd be able to, like, knock your ship out before you could get away from them. But uh, essentially, at that point, they have no ability to catch you. Like, they just cannot catch you if you continue to fly away from them. What did the Zuriel do during this time? Did it just stay there? Oh, it just sat there. They're, they're, they're pissing their pants right now. <laughs> we probably should have told them to leave while we are distracting these guys. <laughs> if the comms are open. They heard me do the taunt. They hear every action that we're taking. That's true. And they were some of the best from what we were told. That were available. That were available. <laughs> <laughs> also true. <laughs> All right, so essentially that is going to end the Starship combat. You are able to escape 
from the cipher. They cannot catch you. They have no weapons that have the ability to shoot at you as you run away bravely. So did the Zuriel do anything, or did they just fucking no. die? Okay. No, they just sat there. I don't think they died. I think they got picked up. That's true. They didn't know the stakes. They'll die afterwards. Yeah. I mean, they're probably going to torture the shit out of them. Do we leave anything on that ship as far as, like... I'm curious what you guys left on that ship. I made note that I took everything with me. You know, I remember, like, you like you barely even fit into the little, like, whatever they were, the small ships that you took over. Because he was holding all of his fucking, <laughs> fucking shit in his lap. <laughs> I mean, the only thing that I could think of that we left would be the copy of the database thing that we got from the Sun factory. Oh, shit, yeah. But they already have that. Yeah, they would just know that we know, but they already knew that because we blew it the fuck up anyways, so. As you fly away, Captain Vale, you receive an incoming message from one Baru Lore. Oh, that's the Oxian Embassy guy. The Oxian Embassy guy who's been working with you. All right, uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead and, uh, I'll open the message or open the communication line. Captain Griffin would like to congratulate you on your successful evasion. Oh? I appreciate the congratulations. You're goddamn right he should. You have made things significantly easier for all of us with your actions. And how do you mean, Baru? Griffin is one of mine, but he was working under higher orders that I could not override. But we have mutual interests. And we'll just say it's much better that you escaped. Well, good. Borrow, what exactly were his orders? To take you captive and bring you to the Eoxian capital. On, uh, on Eox. Yes. Oh, that'd be fun. Is that what's going to happen to our fellow stewards? Yes, likely, but uh, you don't need to worry about them. They will not be harmed in any way. Oh, I should hope not. I do intend on reporting this to our higher-ups. Yes, please do. I'm going to be frank with you, Captain Vale and crew. I am trying to prevent a war. As I mentioned earlier in our conversations, there are those, even at the highest levels of the Eoxian government, who want a war with the rest of the backworlds. They want to align with nefarious forces. Baru, I think you and I need to have a face-to-face conversation. I agree, Captain Vale. There is more information I'd like to give you, and I have some ideas on how you might proceed. We would very much like to know what this connection the Eoxian government would like to make in order to wage war on the entirety of the pack worlds. You do understand that includes the Vescarium right now, if it were come to that. Yes, I did not say their plan was a wise one. Well, they certainly have confidence in it. Are you familiar with the Gorb's fleet, Captain Vale? I need to make a culture check on that, or is that like one of those? Oh, God, like, I'm sure. 
horror stories. I'm pretty that sure that's one of those things that every single every child place. grows up knowing. Yeah, let's just go ahead and make that culture check anyways. 12. You it's succeed. That obvious. There you go. Baru, I am aware of the corpse fleek. Yes. Well, at least of the telling or the pray tell of its existence. Right, exactly. Yes, yes, of course. It doesn't really exist, of course. Yeah, of course, of course. I have to make that clear. It is nothing but rumor and wild conjecture. Except it's not. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> okay, so was the ship that just attacked us a corpse sleep ship? No, no, that's probably Oxian Navy. Well, then that is an act of war, though, isn't it? You guys attack stewards. Like, this doesn't make any sense. Then Maybe an act of aggression. Yes. I'm sure they'll come up with some cockamamie way to pin some terrible thing that happened on us. You just killed the crew of a Neoxian ship. Oh, you're talking about the, the ship we're on right now? Yes. Yes. It's no. a ship, huh? I mean, it's not bad. It's not bad. It doesn't have a pool. I don't know what Varrican's going to think. <laughs> Angry otter noise. <laughs> well, I mean, in all reality, they could really take and call these installations that they've created, whatever the hell they want to call them, show that our ship, the Zuriel, was present at every single one of them before they were destroyed in, you know, extravagantly boomy ways. Our word against this. Yes, and I promise you, your word will not be the one many people choose to believe. Alternative facts, I believe, is the name of the game here. We anyway, have the backing of the stewards. Right, they know that we're running this whole thing, too. Yes, I am trying, as I said, to prevent war. And I'm working with you and other members of the stewards and many members of the Eoxian government to do so. And I am not the head of the group I am with. There are others above me. Well, Baru, sounds like we need to have that chat. Yes, let's. Where shall we meet? Somewhere fancy, somewhere fancy. He's you rich. are in the, the diaspora, are you not? We are currently in the diaspora, yes. I have friends aboard the Idari. We could perhaps meet there, a nice neutral location. I mean, technically, with the scattering orbit, we could really be, you know, closer to Acton or Verses right now. Yeah. I'll meet wherever you might feel safe, but not at my offices on Absalom Station. What's Verses? Verses is the, uh, the one that so it, it doesn't spin. Half of it is subjected to the sun and is just scorched oh, beyond belief. Half is perpetual day, yep. half, is, half perpetual is perpetual night. night. Yep. And so there's a line along the equator where all the civilization is. Uh, it sounds cool as fuck. Oh, it is cool as fuck. And like along that equator is like endless city and all of their like crops and shit are built up on giant buildings. Okay, that sounds fucking awesome. It's that's so cool. I'm, I'm kind of done with the verses then. I kind of wanted to go to Akaton a little bit. That's my homeworld. Yeah. Well, let's go there, then. Way closer for him than it is for us. To be fair, that's not really how drift travel works. It all just depends. Yeah, that is true. You roll that D6 and you see where you end up. Hey, guys, you want to roll some dice on a planet to visit? Yeah, sure. Let's let the dice decide. What are the options? So, Avalon, Akaton, Versys, Idari, 
I fucking love Triaxius. I have history with that personally. It's in Reign of Winter. Awesome planet. Is it really? Yeah, dude, Dragon Planet. Oh my god. They've, they've got Dragonkin and or at least back in the Oh yeah, I mean like there's all sorts of, there's all sorts of dragons from there. Like there's a dragon race that you can be. Yeah, they're they're from Triaxis. Let's just stay the fuck away from Octurn. Nothing good comes from there. What's Bertheta? That's one of the gas one of the two gas giants. Let's go to the Benari homeworld. Not even in the system, is it? To say that'd be far no. space. But... <laughs> We'd go there. Just leave the solar system for this secret meeting. Yeah, I like that idea. All right, I'm gonna roll a d6. Avalon is one. Acton's two. Versys is three. Itari is four. Triaxis is five. Brathita is six. And we'll just pick one of Brathita's moons. Okay. So that's Triaxis, right? Got a five. Let's go to Triaxis. Baru, I uh, hope you don't take too much offense to this, but all I currently have that you aren't affiliated with the FEO is your word. Meet us on Triaxis. Very well. We will do so. Send me the location when you have it, and I'll meet you there. Sorry, I'm sort of at a loss for words here. Usually I'd say Zuriel out, but I don't know what fucking ship I'm on right now, and I'm not calling it the Cervantes. Oh, uh, no, the Cervantes is officially destroyed. Oh, damn, damn straight it is. Vale and crew out. See you soon, Captain. Do we have to make, like, a computer's check to, like, change our, like, call sign and stuff on the ship? <laughs> like, I don't think you even can. You have to con- You have to contact the stewards. Yeah, but we're going to Triaxis, and they're probably going to want us to, to like, identify ourselves. <laughs> Just show up with this fucking pirate ship. Well, go ahead and roll a d6, and you'll know how long you have. Uh, hold, and hold on real quick before we even get there. Benzie. One day. One. <laughs> of course. Varrican, when, uh, as soon as Vale hangs up from that, Vale turns to, to Varrican and goes, that doesn't have any ring to it at all. We have to come up with a fucking name, don't we? Ah, uh, we'll get a good name going. It could just be Zuriel, too. That's fucking late, David. <laughs> I thought you said that in character, too. <laughs> God, that's a terrible idea, God. <laughs> we can install a pool on this thing, probably, too, can't we? Well, we're going to have to, aren't we? Maybe they a little jacuzzi or something. You've got a day before you reach yeah. Triaxis, and it's up to you what you want to do during that day. Well, let's set up a new call sign for the ship. We should probably break the news to the dude on Absalon Station that we got four of his crew members murdered. <laughs> oh, no, we can just tell Commander Kuthari. She can tell him. Okay, fair enough. Besides, I don't want to wait on hold again. Yeah. Not drunk Not drunk enough for that. <laughs> I mean, I suppose pretty shortly after we drop into the drift and hang up with Baru, I would like to reach out to Commander Kuthari if possible. Okay. Uh, quick side note, Zuriel is one of the four horsemen. Do we want to pick one of the other four horsemen? Oh, like Apollyon, yeah. Charon, or Trelmarixian? I like, uh, what was oh, the they, other Apollyon kind of goes yeah, the I like easiest off the, the horsemen of pestilence. <laughs> oh, I'm down for that. It's like the opposite of what we're, we're trying to, like, stop a plague. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Apollyon? Is that for the four horsemen in the Glarian lore? That's yeah. Pathfinder Wiki, four horsemen. Fantastic. He rules over Plagmir, the largest of the immense swamps in the domain of Apollyon, the horseman of pestilence on the planet of Abaddon. On the plane of Abaddon. There we go. It's the Apollyon now. Okay, so yeah, let's uh let's reach out to Command Kathari then. Okay. You're able to do so? Hello. Captain Vale? 
Commander Kathari, we have some odd news to deliver. All right. Remind me, because we've been interacting with some deep fakes of you recently. When was the last time that you had contact with us? Because the last time we had, you know, communication with her was a message that we took in order to send us to the Cervantes. And when that happened, we were like, no, we're not reaching out to Cathari because obviously they know, like, who she is, who we are. They've been intercepting those communications. Right. Yeah, I don't think she knew what you were doing going after the Cervantes. So, I mean, that would be, I mean, and even then we went to Castrovel. We diverted to Castrovel and we specifically kept that from her. Oh, that's right. We kept that from everybody. And that's why you launched your, uh, your like diversion probe. Exactly. Yeah. So the, where we were before Castrovel was, was the, the fucking sun. sun. Yeah. She so probably after Castrovel, didn't we go back to, you went back to Absalom station, Absalom station. Did yeah. we not and talk, we talked to... to the stewards there? So I'm sure yeah, she would have known. I think that yeah. was it. Yeah. That would have been when, so it was after Castrovel. Yeah, so it wasn't all that all that long ago. Well, we didn't talk to Commander Kuthari at Absalom Station after as, after Castrovel. Commander, as you may or may not know, we went to Castrovel and found a drift leech factory there in order to subvert expectations from a trap that was laid for us in the Diaspora by a ship called the Cervantes. After our Castrovelian trip, we did go to the Diaspora directly intercepted the Cervantes, infiltrated their ship, and, uh, well, currently I'm actually hailing you from the Cervantes, which we've renamed the Apollyon. I'll get that switched over for you. Thank you. I would assume that you can change that signature at the steward installation in Triaxis, yes? Uh, I'll do it now. <laughs> and uh like popping up on your screen is like software update required damn it what's the last time they updated the ship well it's just gonna update the name (laughs) um commander there's uh a lot that we must speak about I do believe that there's a very good chance that we are currently aboard a ship that is harboring a drift leech factory. So it occurs to me that we should probably get that take. Oh, that's of. right. There's still a fucking factory on this ship. Before we go <laughs> forward. <laughs> Actually, Commander, can I put you on? Can I call you back? Yeah, we'll put you on hold. Yeah, we'll just talk to you a little bit. This, it this might su- self-destruct. <laughs> this, this suddenly seems very pressing. <laughs> <laughs> I've completely forgotten about the Drifley Factory. <laughs> we get a new ship and we're like, all right, guys, names. Let's hear it. <laughs> <laughs> this this is it. literally a polygon. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, we're yeah, carrying, all the pestilence carrying the yeah. pestilence. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Oh, that's perfect. Oh. Wow. Okay. Um. And then the you, you hang up your call. I'm just, we got to hang <laughs> and, up. And, and off camera. Well, that was highly unusual. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's gonna come to use to that though. <laughs> yeah, we yes, there is in the fact a drip leech factory on this ship. Fuck, 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 fuck. Let's go deal with that. Do we have any AOE weapons? Fuck. Well, Bubbles brought all of his weapons. So. For. <laughs> can we like check like the ship's cameras and like see where it's at? Absolutely, you can do that. So in a little map of the ship, you can see section 13. That's where it's at, which is the aft starboard. 
And that was the portion of the ship that was like sealed walled off. off. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. How tough would that be to get through? I guess. Like you definitely have to go inspect it closer. So okay. like eject it into space. Yeah. That's what I, I was like saying. It's gonna be like eject it into space yeah. and then like blow it up. Yeah, I like that idea. I mean, if I look at the cameras right now, is the leech factory like active at all or anything, or what's going on there? It's running. It's running. Can we just cut off power to that portion? Sure. Yeah, you could. Yeah. Oh shit, Tyler. Hmm. You know what was on the Zuriel? Your sheriff. Fuck! Uh, Fuck! <laughs> Sherry's gone. Oh, we had some good times. Rest in peace. I guess that's 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 that then, huh? Get back so. to the station and tell uh, Mr. Bubbles' brother. Uh, lost my chair. Can you make me a new one? Need <laughs> a new one. Sorry. Bright pink again, right? Obviously. I forgot. We killed a fucking purple dinosaur with a bright pink machine <laughs> so you have you have uh, looked at the cameras the machine was running you have cut off the power so now it's not running no leeches not that you could see on camera okay uh can i flip to camera two in the how many cameras are there how many angles <laughs> can i get we'll say two and i see no leeches on either angle no well i will go down there and take a look i guess that's fine if anyone wants to come with me at all. Uh, yeah, yeah. The interior door is not sealed off. It's closed, okay. but it's not like permanently sealed off. Uh, I will open the door. I'm with him. Yeah, yeah Mr. everybody Mr. Yeah, I was going to say everybody. Everyone's, okay. Mr. Bubbles. Could, could uh, I'm there too. Could we have uh, whatever? Yeah, whatever AOE weapon we can just have here. You, The captain of this ship was carrying a grenade launcher as well. Yeah, that's what I have. Bubbles picked it up, I believe. I did not pick up that grenade launcher because I already have one. Oh, okay. You don't see any drift leech swarms? Okay, alright. Well, yeah, I'll open it up, and what do I see inside of it? You just see the machine. It looks similar to the machines that you saw in both the first factory you were at and on the sun. Clearly not running right now. Uh, perception check? Do I hear anything? Sure. 31. You do not perceive any kind of threats from this machine. Okay. All right. Then I'm going to go over to the door that's sealed, the airlock door. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we shut it off. That's, like, good enough to fucking destroy the machine. Now we can just shoot at it a bunch, can't we? <laughs> but I'm going to take a look at the airlock, and is there anything as far as, like... How long would it take? What would it take to open the airlock up? So the internal airlock door is unmodified. It's okay. It's just the exterior one that is sealed shut. And you would need some kind of like plasma torch to cut it open and some parts, something to, you know, make it function again as a door that opens and closes, which you probably don't have available to you. Nothing on the ship? Did they use any tools to seal it that could be on the ship? Yeah, sure. Like a like a welder of some sort. Okay. They, that would still be there. I don't know. What do you guys want to do? Do you just want to take turns shooting at the machine? Or do we want to try to open up the airlock and open it up and get rid of it? I mean, we have we have the day. Uh, Varakin, do you think you could disassemble it? This is kind of a golden opportunity for us to understand the best we can how this thing functions. That's true. Maybe we can find a way to counteract it in some way. How would you feel about spending the day researching and studying it? 
Uh, I could, but I'd definitely like to have at least Mr. Bones with me as I watch it, whereas I'm just taking a look at it. I mean, I don't want to assume that the ship is completely non-hostile. We haven't even seen the entirety of the ship from the inside. Yeah. I can take a look at the machine if you guys want to do a sweep of the cabin quarters and just go room by room and make sure. Well, let's go. Let's do a sweep together. And then once we confirm that there are no hostiles on the ship, then we can go ahead and have you take a look. There are no more hostiles on the ship. Well, that was a good little tour we had of the ship, yes. Did everyone pick out their rooms? <laughs> so I'm actually really curious. Without a doubt, I'm going to want to take a, a thorough inventory of what... I'm just wondering what's like, what else on the ship? Yeah, what do we have? We can see... It's on room number eight. It is. It's on room number eight. The brig. <laughs> it's bigger than the regular rooms. Yeah, there's not a whole lot as far as uh, very nice rooms go, I guess. It's just six crew quarters. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty strong. Yeah, the brig is the only one that's got its like, own bathroom. Is it the brig the fucking uh, prison? Yeah. Yeah, the brig is the jail. Okay. Yeah, all right, you can have it. On a ship, it's just a... No, I'm not going to take it. We need a brig. I'll just take a regular room in here. Oh, we still have fucking three bod- or four bodies in the cabin's quarters, too, or in the cockpit. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> With those, uh, we could just, definitely eject. Yeah, it's just space. Forward lounge, I would assume that's kind of like the dining hall. But there's a workroom. Like, I'm sure there's got to be fucking tools there. Yeah, yeah. There's a uh, medical bay, or med, what I would assume is a med bay. What tools do they have there? I don't know, like fucking anything you'd need, I guess. Like a plasma cutter? Yeah, sure. There. Yeah, yeah. Let's no, just I'd... take the plasma cutter and fucking throw it out the airlock. You're not going to study it first? I can, but I don't want to, like, disassemble it. I'm saying I'm going to open it up first, and then I can study it. So if it goes fucking bananas, then I just run and we just inject. Oh, sure. Yeah, I feel you there. Would that would that door be, like, viable if we're just going to plasma cut the door open? Well, I'm sure I could fix it, like, redo some wiring and stuff. And the interior, the interior door is still okay, too. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so let's do that. I'm going to get to work on cutting the door. Uh, do you want, like, an engineering check at all? Yes, definitely an engineering check. It says I have a plus 13 to this. I don't know if that's right. And you rolled a nat 20, so I'm not yeah. even going to worry about it. Okay. You are able to uh, surgically remove this door. Perfect. Do I make sure that it's, like, does it still function, too, after I remove it? With a nat 20, absolutely. Perfect. So we got two working doors. And then I'm going to open up the interior one, leave the exterior one closed, put my fucking spacesuit on and shit, and then start studying the leech factory. You're going to start pulling it apart? Yeah. Like, just kind of going over it and stuff. Go ahead and give me another engineering check. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Shit. Hell yeah. Another nat 20, baby. (laughs) Goodness gross. I was going to ask if you needed assistance, but apparently not. (laughs) So, yeah, you start to disassemble the factory. Uh, You have a minor freak out because upon occasion, one or two little drift leeches do drift out of it and, like, go at you. But they're alone. They're not a threat. They can't hurt you. Certainly, as you pull it apart, it looks familiar to you. I believe you were the one that had gone over the schematics. Well, you and, and Kirsch had gone over the schematics of the other factories. So you do understand what you're seeing. And uh, you've looked at the schematics and read the reading enough, or Kirsch has and told you about it enough, to understand that 
they kind of came across this design by accident. It was not necessarily intentional that it did what it does now, and uh, which is, you know, create these drift leech swarms. And this one, as you're disassembling it, you could figure out probably had discharged its swarm recently because there's not much in it. Okay. I'd, I'd let you make like a wisdom check. You don't even have to make a wisdom check. It is certain that the Drift Leech swarm that this factory, that this machine had created, was the one that was dropped off on Castrovel when this ship stopped there. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense then. So, and it has time to build another. Yeah. Okay. So we got an understanding of it then, and I guess is there any like easy way to take this out if we see it, or a way that like you know if I take apart like some of the wiring and stuff like that, do I notice anything? It's like oh, if you fucking shoot it at this spot, it's gonna do some big damage or like stop portions of it or kill what's inside of it or anything like that. Like how does it work? Do you have any way of detecting magic? No, I don't. You are not able to quite determine much like the people who created it can't quite determine exactly how it works. There are parts of it that don't seem to make any sense mechanically. Like okay. with your 20 engineering check, like you you understand the mechanical shit. But there are parts of this that are like, what is this doing here? What does it even do? It's not even attached to anything. Why does how, it flow funny? How common is magic that like I would like be able to know that? Because I don't want to be I like, mean, oh, fucking just have right. fail, check it out. Right. So magic is not particularly common, but you run around with a bunch of people that can do magic and you see yeah. magic done. So your character would certainly have more familiarity with it than a normal person. Okay. Uh, Captain Vale? Mm, yes, very good. Uh, there's some engineer that doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to me with this machine. Um, I think you might want to come down here and take a look at it. Sure, let's take a look. And uh, yeah, they'll head down there and take a look at it with him. As Varrican has discovered, there are parts of this machine that don't make sense mechanically, and they are all glowy and uh, magic-y. Glowing and magic-y. What kind of check would I need to kind of assist here? It would be mysticism. I would imagine that you've kind of got, like, parts of this thing taken taken yeah. apart and just, like, components laying all over the floor in here, and you've got, like, some specific things that you're holding that you're just like, these just don't make sense, yeah. right? Vil kind of cock an eyebrow and go, we should have Kirsch come take a look at this as well. Come to Kirsch, can you come take a look at this engine for me? Yes, of course, Captain. Yeah, what is your mysticism check? Uh, 15. I'm going to aid you, because mine's a 9, which I can't even do. Wait, oh, never it's mind. It's only a 10. Yep. Starfinder. Yeah. I can do Starfinder. that. Starfinder! <laughs> yeah, I aid Kirsch with Does a 10. Is that a plus that. 2 here now? Uh, yeah, plus 2 to your roll. Well, I didn't roll much better than you, but my total I, I, was a 23. <laughs> I'd give you one of my space points. Do you have more than one? I haven't actually used it, so yeah, go ahead. Uh, there we go, 32. So, as you go over this magic. Parts of it are familiar and parts of it are not. You would say that the closest thing this magic resembles is a drift beacon. Very similar kinds of magic. I feel like we've gotten that info before. But it's also different. Like, it's not exactly the same. It's, it's very unusual. You have never encountered anything exactly like it before. I relay that to the captain. Similar to a drift beacon, that seems it seems like we've had that information before, but never quite as pulled apart as this. These components, are they specifically 
these components are, are what we're looking at now? Yeah, you're looking at those specific pieces within the factory. I mean, my. I mean, they're teleport. I think they're teleporting things into the factory, and then they spawn out. Because that's why it functions like a drift beacon. Like something is going to that particular spot, which is the machine. Interesting thoughts. So you're saying you're like suggesting that the drift leeches exist in the drift, and the drift beacon yeah, magic is pulling them into this. Yeah, I don't think they're really like creating them, like with necromancy or summoning. I think they're transporting them from either like another plane or the drift itself to here because like the drift is kind of another plane isn't it it is entirely another plane space point for varican nice i'm so smart good job (laughs) feels good man so then it would stand to reason that what we really need to try to do is discover the source of the actual leeches themselves and deplete them at their source. Maybe not even necessarily depleting them, but cutting off Eox to their access of them would be the big thing. I mean, it would seem that they would know where they were coming from if that were the case. Right, but it looks like they kind of discovered this on accident, though. So I don't think they intentionally tried to reach out and grab these leeches. I think they just stumbled upon them and now are using them uh, to their advantage. That would correspond with the information that you have gathered. Well, I suppose the cat can't be put back in the bag, uh, as it were, when it comes to removing that knowledge from the Oxian hands. What does the corpse fleet have to play in with this? Perhaps they were the one that discovered this Could just source. Could distraction, too. That's true. I still don't necessarily trust this Aru. I don't really trust him either, but at this point, we don't really have anywhere else to go. If it sounds like the Eoxian Embassy are trying to prevent a war, the corpse leader, once who are most likely going to be starting it. If we're trying to prevent a war at this point, we have to at least get some information from him. And if he's trying to prevent it, I think that would mean he's on our side. Well, here's hoping on that. Good work, Varkin. Good work, Kirsch. At least we figured out where these are coming from. I don't know. There's not, like, a good way to try and, I guess, stop what they're doing with the leeches at this point, other than, like, there's probably one on, like, every planet that when they start the war, what's going to happen is all these trigger and start turning people undead. And yeah. then, like, we have to fight the undead that are on the planet while we're also fighting the corpses. It makes the most sense. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Another space point for Varica. <laughs> How many can you hold? As many as I fucking want, bitch. That's true. <laughs> Vale's going to uh, kind of put his put his chin in his hands and think about it. Walk back up to the deck and uh, call Commander Kutari back. Uh, is everything okay, Cap- Captain Vale? Yeah, sorry about the disconnect there. That was uh, <clears throat> abrupt, yes. Yeah, yes, we we realized that we were actually carrying one of these Drift Leech factories aboard the uh, Apollyon and uh, realized we need to find out what was going on there and ensure that we weren't in danger before we continued our conversation, so I apologize for the abrupt disconnect. Well, I'm glad that everything is handled. Uh, yes, yes it is. In fact, there's a couple of things that we needed to discuss. All right. I, I believe we should meet. Right. Let's just discuss it right now, Captain. There's not going to be any any harm in doing it. On an unsecured channel, 
I mean, they already know that we know at this point. So it's well, just where are you heading right now? We're going to Triaxis. And what's at Triaxis? Well, hopefully a steward installation that we can uh, harbor in safely. Yes, of course, there is. Several. Uh, coordinates for that? Could you send the coordinates for the best one? Benzie, please. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> ah, good. We uh, shall meet you there, then. Very well. We will be there in one day's time. I'll be there as soon as I can. Then we shall talk to you shortly, Commander. Very good, Captain. See you soon. Apollyon out. Yes, very good. That was nice. <laughs> I look at it like way too satisfied at that. <laughs> Just like, yeah, yeah. Then immediately after that, I'm going to shoot the coordinates to Baru. The same coordinates? The same coordinates. I don't think he's even going to want to meet there. Uh, you get a message back saying that he'll come incognito. Let's see what happens when they meet. So, anything else you're going to do during this day of travel? I would assume most of your day has been taken up already. With all the research and, and junk? Yeah, I would absolutely okay. assume so. So the next day, you arrive at Triaxis. Where you are going to be is the Duet. It is a pair of linked lakes in the Northern Allied Territories, collectively called the Duet. And the upper lake is called the Verse. So you are going to be in the mountains on two beautiful lakes in a fancy hotel dining room thing overlooking a beautiful landscape. So we got ourselves a, a swanky venue? Yeah, swanky venue. We got ourselves the venue, the menu, the seating. You will be there for a few days before your contacts arrive. Spa day! <laughs> I was going to say that exact same thing. I was like, Barrican's probably just going like, to just decompress. Like, he's been working fucking hard since he'd signed up for the stewards. It's true. So, he's just going to swim in the pool a bunch. Probably swim, like, around every lake that's safe. Oh, God, that's right. You'd love that. Yeah, it'd be perfect for him. Why don't, why don't we get the feeling that, that Varrican was like, oh, we should go to this place. I hear it's really nice. Yeah, that, they have a good, like, eating area and stuff like that, too. It's super nice. <laughs> what were you uh, say to I want to confirm quicker. We're level five, right? You are level five. When, when Vale would get up to the reception desk to, uh, quote, check in, are there reservations already? There would be, yes. Each of you would have your own private room. And uh, just just to be clear, I understand the stewards are footing the bill. The stewards, sir? I, I couldn't say. Damn it. We're going to have to kill her, aren't we? <laughs> no witnesses. No, no witnesses. <laughs> Me and my big rat mouth. <laughs> oh, um, don't worry, sir. It's all, you know, strictly confidential here. No, he means steward uh, Christophe. That's who he's talking about. Steward Christophe. I'm, af I'm afraid I don't understand that reference, sir. Oh, okay. Never mind. It wasn't a reference. It was just a made-up name. name. Stuart yeah. Oh, perfect. perfect. It was a made-up name. <laughs> <laughs> We're the most subtle. Yes. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I almost want to montage it to a degree, but that's not my call. I, I just oh, no, like, no, yeah. I mean, it's it's only if, if any of you have anything specific you want to do, feel free to do it. But otherwise, yeah, you just have... Um, I rolled it so you'd have three days to hang out here at this very nice place along the lakes in the mountains and do whatever. Just chillax. 
And if nobody has anything specific, then we'll just fast forward on ahead to the meeting. Yeah, I for sure don't have anything specific. I feel like it's just montages of me like jumping out of the water and like you see like the light go through the droplets and everything and then it I feel, flashes I feel back it's to like you're else. just like on your back in the lake except holding like a champagne and <laughs> oh man I think Vale would probably spend a lot of time laying back in those reclining poolside chairs just kind of like Watching Varrican occasionally, but mostly I have uh, a veil open into a, uh, a soap opera universe. Yeah, where where everything oh, is nice. over over dramatic and yeah. everybody has their own theme song that plays mysteriously uh, as they go through situations in life. Uh, I think I'm just going to be sitting back and watching that. You know, I just thought of something like the Triaxians are dragon people, so they have scales. What if they had, like, those little ponds for your feet where the fish, like, take all the dead skin off, but it was, like, for the whole body for all their scales? Oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah. I, f- I feel like it would, it would work for Kirsch. Your exoskeleton could be cleansed. Be cleansed. Well, and and nice. uh, Bubbles, too. He would, yeah, hit, that's true, he would hit up one of those full-size tanks. Absolutely. <laughs> the extra-large full-size tanks. Yeah. yeah. Do they have, like, legit... Full-fledged dragons live on Triaxis, so they're going to have big ones. <laughs> I wonder what Bubbles' theme song would be when he enters in, in the soap opera universe. Would it just be silent? Like, uh, i yellow by Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> <laughs> and yellow by Wiz Khalifa. Who knows? It's just the enigmatic Mr. Bubbles. Having escaped the danger and now relaxing in a wonderful resort, is it all too good to be true? Is something dramatic and terrible about to happen? Find out next time as we continue. Min-max and until then, may you have many great space adventures of your own. It's your turn.